welcome to another episode of the MotorCast. This is episode eight, and what are we going to be talking about today? Spring tune-up. Yes, tuning up your engine after the long, hard winter. Of hibernation. But first... Hibernation. But Before first, we start this episode... It, uh, I'd like to have a shout out to Mechanic Tips, which is a, another very great small engine podcast. Actually, it's like the only other one I've ever found. Fine. Yeah, found but it. it's Find hosted it. by another... Whatever. It's hosted by a teenager, just like us, just like this podcast. Um, it's We'll leave a link in the description. It's on Apple Podcasts, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, so you can uh, subscribe to it there if you want. So, what are the first thing? If you, what are the things you'll have? To, you need to do when your engine, when you, after your engine's hibernation uh, through the winter. What is the first things you need to do? Uh, you need to clean your engine. So just take a hose. If you have one of those, um, well, really, you should do this in the winter before you put your engine away. But if you didn't, you can do it now. If you have a mower with a hose bib on it, you'll know it's like a little circular thing you screw your hose onto. Then you connect that, you start your mower, you turn on the hose, and it sh- flings water underneath the deck and gets all the grass off. And then on the top, you just take a hose and you spray everything off, being careful around intake. Uh, and, uh, yeah, th- it's not not really complicated at all. So what you just take you, a hose and spray it. What if you don't have a hose uh, a, a hose bib? Do you just, uh, you just, you just spray uh, tip it over yourself? Your mower, tip over your mower onto the exhaust side so the exhaust pipe is facing down. Otherwise, if you tip it onto the intake side, uh, the oil will drain into the carburetor, which is not a good thing. Okay. So you want to uh, tip it onto the muffler side so the muffler is facing down. Um, and then you just take a hose and spray the underside of the lawnmower deck. Okay. It's not very complicated. So then what's the next thing you have to do? Uh, you, ha- you have to replace your spark plug uh, because they wear out in about a year. I know most people don't actually ever do this, but you you should you should replace your spark plug. So you should also replace you. So you you take uh, the two common sizes are five eighths or thirteen sixteenths, and try to get a spark plug socket. It'll have a rubber boot inside to protect the ceramic on the spark plug. And never use a torque wrench on a spark plug. I did that when I was younger, and I broke the spark plug. Actually, we've already talked about this before. We we already uh, mentioned this in like the first episode. When or you torque wrenched a spark plug, I torque wrenched a spark plug to remove it. It broke it in half. Luckily, I was able to remove it, but I ended up junking that engine anyway, so it didn't matter. Um. So what's the next thing you got to replace? Uh, uh, the air filter. Air filters, especially on lawnmowers, <laughs> especially on lawnmowers and things like that. You uh, they get covered in grass, <laughs> and that's a good thing because that means the grass doesn't go in your engine and destroy it, uh, because Grass may not be terrible for your engine, but you know it is dirt and sand. That's how you destroy yeah. your engine and small pebbles. That stuff will grit up the sides of the cylinder walls and the piston skirt and destroy the rings, and you will have no compression. So, replace your air filter and make also, sure you have one in the first place. Also, yeah. Also, we like to point out that some of these methods we're saying here are for mowers, like the, uh, like the ho- um. Like the hose bib. The hose bib. Like a chainsaw might not have that, but you can still hose it off the same way you, the same way we told you to do the top of it. So a lot yes. of the stuff is very similar. Some of it might be different. So what's the next thing you got to replace? Or how do you find a good air filter for your? Uh, mower? make sure it's either a, uh, manufacturer specified one like a Briggs and Stratton brand if you have a Briggs and Stratton mower, or a good highly rated, uh, like um, universal filter. Okay, that so, fits your mower and that has good reviews on it. You so don't want to get a cheap a, filter. 
do you just measure your mower your old filter to figure out what size? Well, you just search up your no, you search up your your engine's model number, which is usually stamped uh, on the front next to the cylinder head, or on the side, or on the fuel tank, or something like that. You will find it at some point. It is on there somewhere, stamped in metal, <laughs> somewhere or on there. a sticker. So and then once you, you find that, you search that up on Amazon or just on the internet and find your filter. So like you do the model number and then you say filter after that. Yeah, and you can and just then, okay. find. A good, a good site I recommend is e-replacement parts. Their stuff might be a little expensive, so I don't buy stuff from them. I find the model, the part numbers, and then I search the part num numbers up on Amazon and buy them there. So if you want to find a bunch of random parts for a project engine or something, I'd say you go to e-replacementparts.com. Um, What's the next thing you got to replace? Replace your oil. You're supposed to replace your oil every season, so like every year. Um, every time you're done, you... Uh, replace your oil, or in the spring. It doesn't really matter because it's not running. You replace your oil. A good Either thing to do is to run your engine before you change the oil. So that's why I'll do it in winter because your engine may not start in the spring. So either when you... <clears throat> so preferably one uh, in the fall uh, or winter, depending on where you live, once uh, you're putting, you're getting your mower ready for hibernation, put it, uh, change the oil. And if you don't remember to do it, then do it... Uh, if you pull it out in the spring, you realize you haven't done it. Just do it right there if you can. And you don't have to run it. It's just a good thing to do because uh, it's um, because when you run it, that gets all the crud loosened and it'll drain easier. And the oil will also be thinner, which will make it drain out easier. Mm. Because as it heats up, the viscosity gets thinner. All right. And what's the next thing? This next thing is just for mowers. Yes. Um, uh, Ride-on mowers, normal mowers, also chainsaws. Also chainsaws. Yes. Uh, Sharpening your blades. Mower blade, you take a flat file or a mower blade uh, sharpening kit. You can find those online. Um, and you a file, you just secure it in a vise or uh, put it in some other secure form. And then you just sharpen it. And then when you think you've gotten it uh, nice and sharpened, you put it on a nail, hang a nail on a vertical surface like out of a vise or on in a stud on the wall like in my shed I have one. Uh, and then you just sit it there, and, and if it's, like, leaning off to one side, then you sharpen the that side more to make it lighter. Because you don't want your mower wobbling wobbling around while you're using it. That's how you wear out your wheels and stuff. And it's not good for the engine, either. So what are you hooking up the nail to? What are you putting the nail on? Nail it. You can secure the nail on a vise, or secure, or, like, bang it into a wall stud if you're doing this all the time. Like I am. And you sit the, you sit the, the middle hole on the blade, on the nail... And ah. then if it tips to one side, you know that side's too heavy and you shave off some of the blade from there. Okay, that makes sense. So, um, another thing, if you're if you still have gas in your engine, um, you should always drain your gas, uh, you should always um burn through all the get the rest of the gas that's in your engine once uh at, in the fall, well, right? What there's kind of there's kind of a it's kind of controversial because there's people who think you should drain the gasoline. Uh, because the gasoline sitting in there can make all the gas can uh, like gum up the carburetor and leave film and stuff. But if you empty it completely, you can dry out all the rubber gaskets in there. Mm, so maybe like so, leave a bit. So I'm saying I think you should just put in fuel stabilizer and put fill it fill it full, and then just burn it off the next year. That protects your gaskets, and the fuel stabilizer also helps from the film. And also get ethanol free over the winter. That's what I recommend because then it won't have the ethanol in it that'll get sugary and get clogged clogged so we can we can leave a link should we leave I'll, I'll if i can find some i'll leave a link in the description to some good uh fuel stabilizer ethanol free. no no 
it's not ethanol free st- fuel stabilizer. Ethanol oh. free is the gas you get. Oh, okay. So. So I'll leave a link to some good fuel stabilizer in the description. What is the next thing? Oh, if you still have some gas, what do you do? Uh, just start uh, in the beginning of the year, just burn it off. It's not going to really hurt your engine unless you put like 77 octane in there for some dumb reason. I don't so even just, know where you find that stuff. So you just, just burn off your old gas unless it's like obviously rusty or it's got water in it. Then you want to dump it out. Okay. Typically just detach your, your fuel line and dump it out. You have to unscrew your fuel cap on top. Otherwise, there'll be a vacuum and it won't want to come out. Or you undo your gas tank, flip it over and dump all the gas out. And after um, all that... After if you... your engine still will not start... Um... Well, after after you've done all that, turn on your engine and make sure it works good. If it works fine, then you don't need the rest of this process. But if it doesn't work fine, these next tips are for you. The next, like, three, two tips. So it so you might need to test your engine. If it does not work, you want you want to check your carburetor. And if it's got, like, a buildup of ethanol and gum and, uh, gum and stuff built up in it, then uh, you're going to want to clean that. Uh, I'm not going to go in fully here how to do that because we already made an episode. Yep, I think on the it was carburetor, carburetor, carburetor maintenance, something like that. Something like that, yeah. We t- and there's also a basic it, engine so. troubleshooting and basic engine repair episodes we've got too. Yeah, uh, so what if it still doesn't work after degumming your carburetor? You can replace the- your carburetor. You buy a new carburetor and replace it. Yes, That's so- a good thing to do if your carburetor still does not work. If if you pull the cord and absolutely nothing happens, like you can't get your engine to move, to turn over, then like, typically you either have some huge problem inside the engine. But if it was running last year, there's no way that could happen. It can't just like seize up randomly. That doesn't work like that. Unless it was running for some reason, like you forgot to put oil in it or something. But if you can't even get to turn over, typically... Uh, if you left it out in the in the rain, or even feel like a leak in your shed or something, um, then water can get in the intake manifold and get into the engine, and so it'll wanna... stay in the cylinder head. And when you try to pull it over, what liquids cannot compress? The only reason gas va- gas can compress is because it's vaporized before it enters the engine. Yep. So you want to if it it that means it's hydrolocked. If it that means it's hydrolocked. Water in it. And you do not want to try to start it if it's hydrolocked because you can bend you can bend your um your uh, crank rod whatever they call it. Uh, it makes piston sense, rod. yeah. You, water can't rod. be compressed, but you can bend yes. your con rod or warp your piston or cause some major damage to your engine. So what you want to do is remove your spark plug, and then crank your engine a few times, and it'll flush out the water out the spark plug hole, and then put your spark plug back in, obviously, and then. Uh, make sure there's not a lot of water left, and then you can put it back in and start your engine. So, and if none of that works... If none of that works, then you might just have a bad engine. Like, if some, some huge mechanical issue, like the, the the cam fell apart in your engine last year and you didn't notice it, or something then, crazy like that, then you want yeah. a new engine. You don't have to buy a new mower if you have a mower or chainsaw or something. Just get so a new engine. If you have a really engine. expensive, like, ride-on mower, just get a new engine. Unless yeah, it's, it's, like, a really cheap mower, then just get a new mower. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think that's all we have for today on the on the spring tune-up, right? Yes. So, if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to let us know, either through sending us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash themotorcast slash message, or, get, or you can rate us on iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. Um, let us know what you think. Um, if you can check out my podcast at anchor.fm slash Redstone Weekly or wherever you get your podcast, we'll have links in the description to some of the stuff we talked about here. Um, 
We'll also have a link in the description to the uh, uh, Mechanic Tips podcast by Oscar's Shop. Um, and next episode, we'll be talking about your scooter, right? And yes, it'll be scooter. the scooter part two. Yes, so, um, yeah, that's all we have for today, so we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.